Welcome to the Wager Makers Podcast with Webb and Schmidt. Brick by brick, baby. I'm freaking out, Webb. <laughs> there be no man. Stupidity is going to be an asset. What a bunch of crybabies. Hello, my name is Steve Smith, and this is Rob Weber. Say hey, Webb. Hello, hello. What's up, Smith? What up, buddy? I'm Smith. That's Webb, and we are the Wager Makers, and this is the Wager Maker Podcast. Weber, this is Wager Maker Podcast number 5-0, man. Number, the big 5-0 we hit today. Half a hundred, baby. Time flies. I'm back in the garage. Time flies. Love it. <laughs> we had some uh, guys chirping about uh, who we thought the big biggest 50 would be. Who, who you got over there, Smith? Well, I was thinking the man, the man in the middle for the Bears uh, back in the uh, – you know, the the 46, what do they call that defense? The Buddy Ryan I think it defense. was a 46. 46 was, defense. Yeah. Uh, Super Bowl teams, obviously, you know, great, 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 great defenses. The man in the middle, the quarterback of the defense. Uh, I just remember seeing his big old eyes, you know, when they yep. showed a close-up eyes, of the eyes. Yeah. Yep. The big old eyes looking, reading everything. Uh, my, number 50, Mike Singletary for the Chicago Bears is what who I had at the top of my head. Yeah, and I had, he came to me, um, and then... Also, obviously, David Robinson was another one. Um, I would I would give it up to to the the big five zero, the Admiral. Just because I think that that Bears team was loaded back then, and then with David Robinson, I mean, he was when they started in in uh, San Antonio, he was the only one of note on the team. Even I don't even think Popovich had his teeth cut yet at that point, or you know, he wasn't uh, he didn't have a reputation he had now. So, and also Buster Crab from back in the day, I had to guard his ass every day in practice. He used to wear like cut off pants but not jeans like not like slacks and a and like a wife beater to pray it was gross every day i had to guard him down low too so i had to like lean on his ass he's like the dude that shows up to to, to run ball and uh he's got like like yeah he's like boots on yeah, 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 you know, you're like dude this is the gym we're at the gym we're at the gym right <laughs> every day and he would never button them it's disgusting Bust the crab, rest in peace, a little freehold man out there in New Jersey. uh, But obviously the Admiral, that was before, you know, everybody thinks of Duncan and Ginobili and Parker and all that kind of stuff. But really, really the Admiral, David Robinson, started that off, uh, had a great college career for Navy. You know, he put Navy on the map. They had had a little bit of a run in the NCAA tournament. Again, that was all him. Right, right. And then he really, he he started things off, things rolling for the Spurs uh, early on. Great, great player, great guy, seemed like, anyway. All that kind he of stuff. He was one of the guys, Smith, that I did meet back uh, when I worked for Dorna doing the rotational signage. He was one of the nicest guys. He would sign every uh, every autograph. Him and Vinny Del Negro was on the team too, and they would always they they would stay the longest at any team in the league was the Spurs. They would always be getting yelled at from the bus, and him and Del Negro would just ignore it and sign all the kids' autographs. So they were really cool. So that's another reason to to give it up for that. Nothing against Singletary, but he's kind of screwed up when he went into coaching a little bit. So he gets a little demerit for that, but. Tough choice. All right. So usually everybody knows, you know, you guys know we, we like to keep it lighthearted, keep it keep it about sports on the show, but there's just such a such a you know growing need to be discussed about this topic that's going on out there lately. We thought we'd we'd touch on this a little bit. Obviously, it's going to be way bigger issue than than we're usually equipped to handle or to <laughs> uh, to, to to comment on. A couple couple white guys from New Jersey to to kind of give our our take on things. Uh, Webb, you want to you want to start off here with. Uh, with some of the things yeah, that's I mean, going it's on. Obviously, it's a, it's a difficult subject, but it's we need, it needs to be addressed. I mean, we can't kind of sweep anything under the rug these days anymore. I mean, obviously, the situation with George Floyd is, you know, it speaks for itself. It's disgusting. Um, 
the thing that that bothers me about, or I, I I can't get out of my head, is how some of these guys, Drew Brees, namely, and yeah, and Fangio, how these guys open their mouths and say things that are just ridiculous. It just is so stupid, and all it does is makes things you know a hundred times worse. So now you got Malcolm Jenkins out there, almost you know basically crying on social media. Now you have to deal with what's going on. Now it's to deal with his quarterback, his teammate that, that's saying just completely clueless shit. So I, I, it's. I'm speechless about it. And then, you know, you see Dak Prescott comes out and, and donates a million dollars. Jordan and his team donate, I think, a hundred million dollars. And one of the ones that were smarter, one of the th- smarter comments, I don't know if you saw the thing from Chris Bow, the GM of the Colts. He just came out and said, I, I don't know what to do. I just want to help. You know, let, what can I do? I talked to my sons about it. You know, obviously I kind of ignored it. I wasn't, you know, he doesn't consider himself a racist or whatever, but he did nothing. So doing nothing, I guess, is almost being part of the problem, not a solution. So it's a difficult because we, I don't know what to do, how to help, but you want to do something. And I was thinking about it too on these kind of long bike rides that we I do trying to get some sort of exercises. But I mean, the, the first thing is how about they stop killing people? I mean, it, I know it's pretty simplistic, but not only is, is the man dead, his family is ruined, which is beyond tragic, but. The police officers fuck too, and then also that the other two cops are fucked too. So you're looking at four lives that are and families that are basically ruined and all for nothing. So just to stop there, even if you do have some type of hate in your heart, do you have to really? Do you have to take it that you have to kill the dude? I mean, I don't know. Again, it's simplistic and it's it's upsetting. My wife and kids are Jewish, so that's another issue. And you know, and I think about this a lot. This is where kind of growing up in Freehold helped us. We where there was all kinds of people. Obviously, there was racism. There's obviously racism today. Even back in you know, we were born in 1970. There was racism then, but it, it kind of helped us, especially you know, if we were we were athletes, so that we kind of all jived together, and that certainly helped. And none of us had a ton of money, but there were rich people in Freehold as well. But uh, I don't know. It, it kind of helps us to deal with this and kind of empathize. I, there's douchebags that are white, blonde, yellow, fat, skinny, small, big. And there's guys that are great that are, you know, yellow, black, green, orange, fat, skinny, big, rich, small, poor, whatever. So kind of us, we kind of just judge the person on the merit. And if some people, if, if, if we could all kind of just forget that shit, it, it would be okay. You know what I mean? Sorry to go on for so long, but it's no, that's not long, man. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a difficult subject. I, I, I talk a lot about how I feel very fortunate uh, to be where we're from, uh, it was very for pe- people. A lot of people don't know. Maybe New Jersey and Freehold, uh, very diverse, diverse community. I mean, all you know, white yeah, people, Jewish, black people, everything, black, every, white, everything, rich, right, right. Uh, you know, poor. So, um, we learn learn to base people's merits on, uh, you know, learn learn to judge people based on their merits and not their skin color or their religion or anything like that. And I, I feel very fortunate, uh, to to be that. Not everybody's grown up it around different people or different cultures and so they don't all they all they know is what they see on tv or or the news or or whatever so i feel very fortunate to have have lifelong friends uh and this has been a difficult time you know we we, uh we were on a group text with some some friends some black indian dude every you know dude everything you know and so so um we've kind of been talking a lot about this and it's a difficult conversation even even when you're having it with people that you've known your whole life and that you're cool with. It's a difficult conversation because, you know, I, we didn't know if we should touch on this sub- subject too much or not. And, and, but, but I, I can't talk about Drew Brees every fucking week. We sit here and then not bring up the Drew Brees situation. And obviously, obviously, like you said, the thing with, with Floyd and everybody, everybody, everybody with any type of brain whatsoever agrees that was disgusting. And, and there's certainly un, unjust, situations for for people of different skin colors that to all all around the country around the world i mean anybody can see that 
You know, nobody, nobody's denying that fact. As far as the, the Breeze thing, we've talked a lot. We've talked on this show about the Kaepernick situation and that we, 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 we said we, while we, while I've, at least I've said, I don't know, remember exactly, but um, while I wouldn't do it, while I, I've, I've learned to stand for the national anthem for certain reasons, uh, I understand that it's his right to do, to, to take a knee for Kaepernick and stuff like that. And, uh, but we also understood the owner side of it later on that, that there's a there's a PR hit you take when you when you do something like that, and that's that's what happened to him, I think, with uh, moving forward. But as far as Breeze, he's a big boy. I'm not going to try and stick up for him or try and stand up for him. All I'm going to say is, um, you know, obviously the, the 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 comment was super bad timing. I don't know what's in Drew Breeze's heart. I don't believe he's he's a racist. I think he he certainly missed the ball by making these comments at this time, uh, right now. But but then he he went he goes back and apologizes and. I, I don't think in a day that his thoughts on the matter changed could change all that much. I think part of the problems we're having in society today is there's too much finger pointing. So I think he, he Breeze is going to have to he doesn't have to convince me of who he is. I don't know him. I'm probably never going to have to deal with him in my life. Uh, he's going to have to go into that locker room. And I think he's done this a little bit already. But there's going to be a lot of healing that that that's going to need to come from this. The, you know, after watching, like you said, the Malcolm Jenkins um, video. It was, wasn't bullshit. I mean, it looked like, I mean, I, I don't know that Malcolm Jenkins is that good of an actor. He seems sincere, sincerely upset over, over the things that were said. And so Breeze is going to have to go in there and look these guys in the eye. And if, if, if they're willing to come away and say, okay, man, I, I hear what Breeze is saying and I, 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 you know, I, I, I accept his apology. We're ready to move forward. Well, then that's going to be good enough for me. It's not for me to judge. It's, it's up to the people, his peers. The people in his locker room, the people that are going to have to, that he's going to have to go to battle with every week, those are going to be the guys that are going to have to, to, to convince that he's right. But, um, the biggest thing I would say is, well, not the biggest, but, but part of it, I mean, I wish he wouldn't have just gone back and apologized the next day. Maybe he goes in there and it might make a harder conversation in the locker room the next day, but tell him how he felt about it and what he was trying to say anyway. And then, and then it's, it's, it's a difficult conversation to have with guys. Like I said, we man, we had that conversation on our group text with some guys that we've that we've known since we were. I mean, I've known since I was 10 years old, and it's difficult to try and give it, have an honest conversation because nobody wants to get the, be the one that gets the fingers pointed at it. Nobody wants to be the one on that side. Everybody agrees that we all need to do better, you know. And um, so as far as Breeze goes, man, I just I just think this guy has done a ton for this community, and this community's. Almost 60%. The New Orleans community is almost 60% uh, black, and uh, he's done a ton for this community. Just be careful where the fingers get pointed at, because sometimes, I mean, this guy, this guy has done more than I'll ever do for the community of New Orleans, more than more than many people will ever do for the community of New Orleans, and so it's gonna it makes it a difficult situation. And I don't I don't know I want to go too too much farther down the line, but I just I just hope that something good can come of all this. I think I think words are cheap. I think I think blacking out your your screen on on Facebook for a for a for a Tuesday in June is cheap. I think it's time to start taking action. I think Drew Brees needs to put his actions where his mouth is when he wants to apologize and apologize to his teammates. Show it, and I think he will. I think uh, all those people that that think that oh it was, it was blackout for for Facebook and Instagram. I put a I put a black thing on my. My uh, account will show it. Get your ass up next week when all the when the dust settles over this whole thing. Let's move ahead and make something good. Go go web. You do tons of uh, coaching at the at the at the ballpark. That's how you make changes. 
You know, go 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 donate to the food bank. Go spend some time at the food bank. Go 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 do some hours at the rec center. Be in the big sister, little sister, big sister, big brother thing. That's that's how you make that's how you make some change. Kudos to Dak Prescott. Uh, his his thing uh, spent a million dollars. Uh, obviously, Michael Jordan. We talk a lot about um, how awesome he is. He donated a hundred million dollars. Um, it's going to take more than money. Obviously, that's that, that goes a long way. Uh, putting your money where your mouth is. I think the coolest thing about Dax was it wasn't just a, a blanket, you know, million dollars. I think it's going towards train police officer training, which I think is the, a huge way to go. Screening and training is going to mean a lot as far as that goes. But man. All those people marching, you see so many people, millions of people marching. Don't, when the dust settles, don't fucking, don't bullshit this shit. When the dust settles, get out and do something in a community. That's how you make a change. I think we all have way more in common than we do different, but it's just a matter of talking to somebody and looking somebody in the eye and getting to know where their heart is to know. Obviously, there's evil in the world. Nobody's saying there's not, but I think we just all have way more in common in this world and way more... All we want is the same thing, man, a place for our, for our families to grow up and be safe and a chance for opportunity, and we all should have that equally, and I think we all, that's all we really want. So I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, we don't, we don't want to get too, too deep in it. I rambled a little bit. I don't know if my words are getting out the way I want them to, but that's that. I agree on, you know, everything you said, obviously. Um, you know, like you said, I, I don't really get it. I don't know why I just can't all be live and let live. Don't push your shit on me, whatever beliefs it may be or not. If I agree with them, I'll hop on. If I don't, we could still agree to certainly, at the very least, coexist. Um, so I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I, like I said, we grow how we grew up, you know, being I was fucking poor, man. So that's all that really mattered. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I don't get it. But I, again, I don't want to harp too much on this. Just uh, and, and it does start. You can't I don't even know what the fuck blacking out Facebook. Good for you. You know, not you're not a racist now. Cool. Good for you. Pat yourself on the back. Uh, it, it starts at the grassroots level. You got to educate. To, you know, it's got to start younger. You can't you can't have a father. Telling his son, you know, when he goes outside that everyone's equal. And then when the door closes, to, you know, start throwing around some, you know, I'm not talking about stereotypes. It's all joke. We could joke all day long. I love that shit. It's part of even how, who we are, how we grew up. Um, and, you know, like I said, it's funny. When I was at Herman Colbert's, I don't know, 10th or 9th birthday, I was only white dude there. And it wasn't even a, a, a thing. I, I, I don't know, man. It's just kind of annoying. And then when I got to college, there was dudes, good buddies of mine that never even had a black dude in their, in their high school which was just fucking crazy. You know, I was running around, you know, it's just crazy. Um, and then the Drew's brew thing, I, I, you know, I, I'm not going to throw Drew Brees on the bus. He said something fucking incredibly stupid. And, and it, it's just a reflection of everything's look at me. Look what I do. You know what? Again, you, you write a check because um, Michael Jordan did great. It's not, you know, he didn't, that's not a hundred million dollars out of his pocket, but again, he needs to be a voice in what he's doing. And Prescott, I kill him for not signing the contract. I applaud him for what he did and not just writing a check, like you said, but going and actually trying to come up with some sort of plan, at least to, to kind of enact some change and being a cop's a hard fucking job. Um, I wouldn't want to do it. I never want, I never even considered it. Um, so again, that's great too. Um, and then Drew Brees, uh, just to get back to him, you can't. What, my question to him is, what if there was no backlash? Are you still sorry? Do you, do you contemplate what you said and then say, wow, maybe that was insensitive or maybe that was inappropriate? I, I don't think so. So that's my problem with that. And then Colin Kaepernick, he didn't. It wasn't about veterans. It wasn't about the flag. It was a way to draw attention to something. Why would he do it then? Because it's going to draw attention. If he kneels during the middle of the game, no one's going to fucking look at him. Um, and I've had 
discussions with guys and Nick Perone about this and a couple of my buddies around here that are in the armor reserves, very, very pro armed services, as we all are. Who doesn't support the troops? But it wasn't about that. It was trying to draw awareness of something else. Anyways, that's it on that. Um, I saw something interesting, Smith. This is uh, Vince Carter, retired VC from North Carolina. I don't know, 14, 15, I don't know how long the years in the NBA. With him retiring, as of now, there's not a Dean Smith coached or NC North Carolina coach player on an active NBA roster in the first time in 55 years. Well, it just, it just shows we're getting old, Webb. That's what that's a sign of. Vince Carter's been around forever. There's sometimes I'll be watching a game and he'll come off the bench. I'm like, God damn, Vince Carter's still that's playing basketball? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sometimes right. I'll even text you. I'm like, damn, Vince Carter plays for the – I don't even know who he played for the last couple of years. Maybe Toronto. I don't, he was I don't on the remember. Hawks. Yeah. He started there. He's on the, he was on the Hawks. He just retired, I think, from the Hawks. Just, I guess because – and if they, the Hawks were going to be in this tournament. We mentioned that as well. The NBA, let's do a quick hashtag. Fuck Major League Baseball. Again, we've had some text about this with some people defending the players. I don't defend anybody in this situation. These are billionaires fighting with millionaires. You're not going to tell me you can't play baseball for six months for – I don't know, $6 million, $5 million, a million dollars, whatever the number is. It's in, uh, incomprehensible to me how the NHL can figure this out. Major League Baseball, they are playing baseball overseas in where, you know, Asia got crushed by this. It started in Asia. This They're playing baseball over there. Um, so I, that they are on my shit list. If they go, if they don't come back and play, it, it's unforgivable to me. Um, so that's that. Yep. I mean, we've talked about the major league baseball. Like I said, look, man, we're we're all taking pay cuts. Everybody in the United States Hurting. is taking a pay cut, laid off everything else. Owners are taking pay. Owners ain't making the money they're supposed to be making. Play employees aren't aren't doing what, getting the, the work they're supposed to. I mean, everybody's in this thing with the uh with the thing. But everybody except for major league baseball, they all refuse to take enough of right. a pay cut. To, uh, look, and they've all they've all agreed to take somewhat of a pay cut. But damn, man, this is. I mean, you guys are talking about how much less money you're going to make, not 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 how much you're going to pay out or something. <laughs> right. and, and it's not even like it switched totally from. Is it about to? Is it about health? No, it's no. not. It's about it's about money. money. How much money you're going to make per game? And even in looking at the other leagues, specifically uh, the NBA and, and NHL, they're not even talk. They're, they're the money is really not the issue. It, it doesn't seem like it. Anyways, they're talking about how we're going to do this safely and, and get people back. So. It, Again, if that's a PR stunt, then then kudos to them. But I, I don't know, man. I, I'm just increasingly more furious at the uh, at MLB here. Right. Becoming Smith, more and more. Go ahead. Let's talk about uh, let, let's talk about let's let's give a little nudge or a little poke a stick at some New Orleans fans about what's going on in the NBA. What do you think about that? Ah, right, so the NBA came out with a plan, Web. So uh, it's 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 exciting. Is it be a Zion uh, Pelicans fan here? It's exciting. So they're gonna um basically invite. 22 something like that basically um they're gonna have an eight game regular season and all the teams that are currently in the playoffs which would be the top eight for the east and the west are invited and then basically it's like it was like everybody within like four games of that eighth spot so it's it's new orleans portland sacramento san antonio phoenix and washington and they're gonna have kind of a a play in they're gonna play eight games and then they're gonna have everyone that's uh within four games is gonna play in to try and get to that eight spot a little uh tournament i believe that's that's how i understand it or something so uh i just want to a little note out to all those saints fans we hear a lot of crying a lot of bitching about saints uh with the, with the saints a with the saints oh man goodell's against us the nfl's against us everybody's against it's new orleans the bad call it's a conspiracy it's a it's a this it's a that let me tell you something pelicans fans 
I don't want to hear another bitch out of you the rest of your damn life. All right. You lost you lost the best player you had on the team. It was the best it was a good thing. The guy's not an alpha male anyway. He had to go play with L B or I I'll call we call him L B. He went to play right. with LeBron James. Uh you know, LeBron's bitch had to leave town. So it was actually a good thing that he left town. But oh, oh and behold, who wins the lottery? Who wins the lottery when that happens? <laughs> oh man, that was a lucky a lucky that was a lucky ass ping pong ball. A lucky yeah, ass was, ping pong ball. That was the percentage. That was winning the lottery for real. Right. So you get so you get you get you win the lottery, right? You get the pink lucky ping the lucky ping pong ball. Imagine if the Saints game season came down to a lucky ping pong ball and you lost. What would be the conspiracy then? So then <laughs> then you get Zion, you get Zion, right? And by all accounts so far this season, amazing. Every bit every bit the the thing. I mean, I, I would almost have Zion on my team, rather have him on a team right now today than I would have Anthony Davis. You know, that's yeah, how, that's how that's, good this uh, kid is looking. How 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 much of a saying the right things, doing the right things, being a leader on the court, off the court, everything you're looking for, everything you're looking for. Okay, we got him, we got him. Okay, so he gets hurt, good portion of the season, and then uh comes back, and the Saints, and the, the Pelicans start to make a little run. They make a little run, and then everything gets shut down. But just about is the point that it looks like the Pelicans, you know, they were making a run, they were going to probably get to the ninth spot. I don't know if they're going to get to the eighth in the last last little bit of the season. I think they're they're three and a half back uh, with 20 games left, a little less than that maybe. And they lost a couple games they should have won, and then then the season gets shut down. So you start to think, oh well, it was a good run, man. Just keep working, maybe they get back, and uh, next year we'll really make a run. So then the NBA comes out with the who's coming in. All right, it, basically what they did was they know how how big of a draw Zion is and what good good marketing ploy and what a what a, how much how many people want to watch Zion? They they looked at the schedule. This is my opinion. I wasn't behind closed doors. I wasn't in the meeting. But they they put the cutoff as four games behind the eighth spot. You know where the Pelicans are? Three and a half back. And they basically look at the schedule and say, well, what do you, how do you want to do this, guys? Who do you want to let into Disney World? Who wants to go to Disney World and uh, play in this little round robin tournament to see who gets in the playoffs? Well, I don't know. Where's the Pelicans at? Three and a half. Okay, well, four games. Four games. That's it. That's who's coming in. So I don't want to hear they, any they more bitching up. out of you, New Orleans fans. You're 100 right. They looked at the standings. They had a red marker or a sharpie, and they just drew the line right underneath. The, if the game, Pelicans were five and a half, the number would have been six. Yep. So they <laughs> yep. just put yep. and, and rightfully so. I I applaud it. I don't even think that they should even deny it if they didn't do it. I think it's great. I would even allow the other team. What I guess we're missing. Whatever, uh, 22, what is there, 10, so eight teams that are out of it, let them play and then kind of sneak in, do an NCAA tournament type of game. Um, this year is the perfect year for that. And I, you know, NBA did it. All it does, all it's going to do is attract more eyes, um, promote the game. Why not? Especially again this year. So it's great. And I'm excited. I can't wait. I, I, let's tip it off. Let's get it going. We can do some real gambling, watch some real sports. Um, and, you know, I am not uh, a Zion fan for, obvious reasons um but he is the real deal this kid was born to do it um he is one of the players i am almost kind of rooting so let's do it let's play and good for them and they got a legitimate shot and i'm happy too let's see that portland got in i think they have a talented team and it makes sense they got i think they're starting center and someone else back healthy so they're a team that could make some little noise to it and add a little bit uh, a little bit of noise and add some excitement to it so let's do it so yeah i don't want to hear any more bitching out of new orleans fans uh they got a total break uh on this one and uh so no no more no more conspiracy theories stop with the cry baby and shit this was a total break for the new orleans fans and the pelicans i'm happy about it i'm all about it i ain't bashing what they did 
Uh, I think it's great. But uh, moving on, uh, Korean baseball web now has moved. K-A-B-L. We talked about we talked about how much uh, this could be a thing. It's now moved from ESPN two to ESPN. So it's baby steps. It's brick by brick. That's uh, right. That's but they right. still sit brick there. They brick. sit there. They sit there all damn night and they talk about the major league baseball. So, listen. Get the fucking three faces. Even when you're watching a Major League Baseball game, they don't show the commentators the entire time while the while the shit's on there. They show the game, and you can hear them in the background. For some reason, right. they got to show right. half the screen as these people talking. If you want to talk, that's fine. And then and then they're almost like they, they they're having a conversation about Major League Baseball, and they go, "Oh, well, that's the third out. We'll be back in a few, in a couple minutes." Like, man, dude, yeah. start talking about these guys. I'm learning to I- listen. Yeah, me too. Right again, Major League Baseball. I'm, I'm uh, can go fornicate themselves with a sharp stick. Um, and even I've watched. I've been betting. How long have you been on KBO now? I don't know. Two months, whatever. However long. Been I think two innings one Saturday night. Becca Mendoza, I guess she was in the middle box. She might have been getting a root canal. That's how how thrilled she looked to be doing this. So I don't know why they don't embrace this. I don't know why. Just treat it like it's the fucking World Series. Blow it out. I don't understand. It's a huge miss for me for any broadcasting thing. I would, I mean, if you could put it on at eight o'clock, I'd watch it. Even sometime relative, that's not four thirty or one thirty in the morning. I would certainly watch it. Every, you know, just beyond even if it was just background noise in my house. The hope that we'd have the girls to be watching. Uh, and not only that, they're giving fucking money away, Smith. They're giving it away. Giving it away. We've been winning every week, every week. And look, I, I think I stopped putting some of our picks on the. On the thing, I gotta make sure I get that on Instagram every day, every day. That's my, that's all my bad. I'll try and start back up today. We went one and one last night. Uh, unfortunately, we had a one run loss for the LG Twins, and so we went one and one and one last night. But we're winning, unless unless we yeah, we bet ten games like and lose them tonight, eight, eight we'll one. we'll have another winning week. Yeah, and it's eight and one in the last nine, I think. And Scott Wheatley is at the uh, our buddy Scott Wheatley is at the sports book today. We got to get some KBO. Uh, picks out for him. He's looking for stuff to ga- uh, gamble on, uh, aside from the horses. And that's the only thing live, Smith, so we got to get something out there for him anyway. And speaking of Scott Wheatley, guys, today's Saturday. I don't know if you're going to listen to this in time. Oh, by the way, if there's a little bit of technical difficulty or I have a little bit of problem going out. By the way, New Orleans, uh, after all that's going on in the world today, is, is now got a hurricane heading this way. So <laughs> if my Internet cuts out here or something like that, uh, I think some of the words have sounded a little choppy, it seems like, on here. But uh, – we're trying to get this show out the best we can. <laughs> but if, if you're listening in time, it's not too late to get in on the Thoroughbred Report uh, and get your picks in for the um, pick competition that Scott Wheatley has at the Thoroughbred Report. Me and Webb both have our picks in. Uh, Webb's family's got some picks, man. Just get on there and pick some numbers. Why not? Uh, $500 yeah, to win. Free. Just nothing to lose. Nothing to lose at all. Just pick some horses. To send, shoot him an email. It just doesn't cost anything, and he could eventually win mine. If not, no, no worries. All right, moving on. Just in case, uh, you know, we we don't we're we're, we're grassroots. We're here, Webb. We're just fiftieth episode, fiftieth episode, which yeah, means we, we we've been doing this for almost a year. If we're at number fifty, yeah. uh, we we don't have the ammunition to deal with some of the big boys, some of the big boys out there. You know, we talked about Joe Rogan got a hundred million dollar contract. Uh, Dave Portnoy, this dude's out here. He's got millions, millions. I think he he his his stuff might be worth more than Joe Rogan's. By the time it's all I said, think, yeah, Barstool. I, I think it got two fifty. Something, something obscene, some obscene right. amount of money. So he comes on this week with a with you know you saw what he had on his on his ball cap. Web, I'm gonna let you say it. Brick by brick, this dude, this motherfucker. Oh, that, that's that's I don't know. Eight, eight, I don't know. It's even worse than Verizon picking on Sprint or T-Mobile. It's like the United States picking on 
I don't even know what, like a fucking, like a county. It's like, I don't know I what it is. I mean, dude, steal, how are you going to steal our shit? Steal, it looked like it had some kind That's of logo on saying. the side. I don't know if it's a Barstool logo or somebody else already has, you know, trademark brick by brick or whatever. But man, that's the thing. We didn't, we didn't hear that from somebody else. We don't even listen to podcasts. <laughs> Barely listen to our own. You know, that's Webb's not even on the fucking social. Webb bad. didn't learn brick by brick from somewhere. He, he, he didn't, he didn't, he's not even on social media, the dude. He needs an intern dude that, to, to put him on social media and put his name on there. Probably don't even know that's his, true. Webb probably doesn't even know his fucking account information, but you have been I, I couldn't get on there if I wanted yeah. to. If I, you have if been if tweeting, whatever if it's it called. emergency, I couldn't do it. To save right. my life, I couldn't sign on. You've been doing a good job tweeting. You've been doing a good job tweeting. Your tweets have been cool. I like them. You got to hashtag some people. Otherwise, just I think just me sees it. Scott Wheatley, now the two, <laughs> you two people. Yeah. And Nick. Nick <laughs> if you're wondering Nick, why you haven't got DM a big response, it's just the three of us see it. Yeah. I, I get emails from the intern telling me I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> but they're very poignant, very, very good tweets. I agree. Right. It's good. But just we got to get more people watching that shit. But that's cool. But come on, Portnoy. Hey, if anybody's out there, call out Barstool Sports. Tell them they took our shit. And then Brian Portnoy's got enough money to take both of our houses and businesses away. So even, think, even, our, uh, even our real life, if we call him out too much, but who knows? I think Eric Campbell chimed in and said it was trademarked in 2019 or something. But didn't we start this in 2019? I wonder if he heard it. Or he was secretly listening to our first podcast. <laughs> was it was it trademarked by Portnoy or just somebody else? Has no, I don't know. He didn't, I didn't say it. I didn't really say right. who it was. I don't know if I wonder if you can, if that information is available. Right. Who? I don't know. You know. I'll have to look at that. He sent us a little link about the trademark. I'll have to take a closer dive into it. And we got Wheatley. Scott Wheatley said he knows a uh, trademark attorney, so maybe we can that, – that's our next sponsorship dollars, thanks to Wilbur. Well, I can tell you um, I've been involved in a trademark uh, situation, and uh, I don't think this qualifies, but, but we can still call out Portnoy on, on social Hell, media yeah. and say, hey, man, what's We're not gonna, Definitely not going to get facts getting away. Right. That's our <laughs> right, shit. Right, brick right, by brick yeah, right. is, is wager makers 100%. If you've learned, yeah, if you've learned one thing here on the Wager Makers in 50 episodes is we do not let facts get in the way of our argument. That's for sure. Right. One, one takeaway. Yeah. One takeaway. Yeah. We're not going to let you do facts certainly involve a, a nice spirited discussion for sure. Yeah. So fuck that guy. How about that? Right. Exactly. Fuck Barstool yeah. Sports. Right. Wager Makers. Pizza, stupid shit. pizza review. You stupid ass pizza review. So hey, I this sent is bar pie, bar pie, bar pie. Say what? I sent out all those texts last night. I got one response about the uh, – <laughs> Very disappointed in the up. Jersey crew. Very disappointed. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe they just – they didn't hit me up. They just went through it. So Maybe. I told Brad I told Brad Bohannon about it. He just said, yeah, tell Scott I want 1742 or whatever the, whatever the hell. It's like, all, yeah, put me in. Put me in. It's literally all. That's all it takes. Free money. Some people ain't, are afraid of free money. Some people aren't. Right. Pick There's four no numbers. What's your favorite four numbers? This we, this race has seven <laughs> horses in it. How, 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 how right. far off can right. you be? Right. Yeah. All right. Well, we don't want to cut it too short, but uh, like I said, we got a storm rolling in, and I don't know if I'm gonna be able to get this internet going and and all that kind of stuff. It sounds a little choppy. I don't know if that's gonna come out in the podcast itself or not. Uh, Webb, you got anything else you wanted to really discuss today? No, just thanks for investigation. Our next sponsor is gonna go straight to in, in improving my internet. Um, over here, I'm, we're back in the garage. I'm sorry, I'm sad that the train didn't go by uh, yet today. But um, so, thanks, Wilbur Investigations. Next sponsor, whomever it may be, uh, will go directly to improving my internet uh, bandwidth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you, Will. Uh, again, Wilbur Investigations, John Grow for the bumper music, iHeartRadio, YouTube. Uh, Devin's gonna tell you about YouTube. Hi, this is Devin Weber. When you go on the Wager Makers podcast, 
webpage, make sure to subscribe, hit the like button, and hit the bell to put on your post notifications. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Devin. Uh, Google Play Music, Podbean, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio. Um, I can tell you our picks are on sportswatchmonitor.com, but we don't have really any picks right now. They're not doing a Korean baseball. Uh, I think there's, oh, Webb, there's a, there's a UFC fight this, uh, tonight. Oh, you tonight. Want, why don't you tell yes, us our picks uh, on that it, real quick? It's pretty, uh, it's a lot of wood. Uh, Nunez is obviously going to win. I think she's minus 600. Very, very pricey. Uh, one and a half was the total. Um, so I don't know about that. I, she's, there's no, I mean, if you got, you know, you feel like risking 300 bucks, certainly bet the 50 bucks is it's, it's going to be a winner. Um, and, uh, McGarity, I think is the, that was a close one. He's going to win that one. And then there's another big one. Campbell, I think his name is, uh, it's another big favorite. Uh, but two and a half and that one too. Who knows? going to squash him. He used to be a beast, but I guess he's a little bit down on his down, getting a little bit older, but Nunez is a lock. And then, uh, we'll put him out. The other guy is going to, uh, is going to win too. That's good. I think he's minus 140. We'll take you over there too, but we'll get it out exactly. All right, cool. So there, you, there you go. So we got a little bit, of, we got a little bit of action tonight. Maybe we should remind uh, Scott about that since he's at the sports book right now. So uh, Facebook, the Wager Makers podcast, Twitter at the Wager Makers, Instagram, the Wager Makers, uh, email us the Wager Makers at gmail dot com. Web's on Twitter and <clears throat> at uh, I think it's Web the Wager Maker or something like that. Something, yep, I something. think that's it. <laughs> Right. So, uh, all right, y'all. Thank you. My phone. Uh, thank you for listening to our, uh, you know, our attempt at trying to, to cover something that's that's pretty. I don't I don't think it's very controversial to treat somebody like you want to be treated, and that that's not controversial, but just a, a subject that's you know, difficult to talk about. And um, but thanks for for humoring us. And uh, thank you all for listening. Look, tell some friends. This is episode number fifty. We're not going away anytime soon. So uh, thank you so much. Webb, take us out of here. Brick by brick, baby. Brick by brick. That is all wager makers. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks, uh, George and his pop. Will Burn Investigations. Thanks, uh, Tim O'Donnell, Nick, Mike Dolph, everybody else who's uh, chiming in. Please keep comments coming. Eric Campbell, whoever else on the uh, – you know, give a little shout-out to Bimbo Coles, number 50 as well. And uh, that's it. Tell a friend, tell a friend. Uh, listen to Debbie. Uh, apply, uh, subscribe, notify, and thumbs up, whatever it is.